Hello and welcome to episode number 25 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today we're making friends again. So we are making more. We're not going to stop making friends. No, <laughs> honestly, um, I feel like we've kind of turned into just uh, interviewing people. And honestly, I'm all for it. I'm having a lot of fun meeting all these yeah. people in the community. Yeah. Um, and you know, today's no different. Today we have a conversation with Jonathan and Will from Roll for Cr- Roll for Crit. Um, and actually, their channel, their YouTube channel, was one of the first ch- tabletop channels that i came across kind of when i was getting into the hobby wow. so this this episode was is uh honestly a little special for me i i, I had a i had a lot of fun <laughs> I, I know jim had a lot of fun too um so you know what let's just jump right into this conversation so you guys can uh, listen in so here we go all right so today we've got the john and will on from roll for quit roll <laughs> Roll for crit. There we go. <laughs> it's been that kind of day, guys. How are you today? Uh, oh, so oh. good. <laughs> Having the best time over here. Uh, already feeling welcomed and loved. So, so we're excited to, to meet you guys. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So before we get into it, I, I wanted to tell you guys. So um, when I got into the tabletop hobby, um, the, the, my first kind of games that I really got into were DC Deck Builder and Le- Marvel Legendary. And so I found your guys' videos, and I was, like, going through all of the uh, the expansion ones. I'm like, okay, which which ones do I need to get? Um, and kind of what are the thoughts on on, uh, on each of them? And so I, I, I think I watched your guys' videos, like, I don't know, at least 10 times <laughs> just trying to figure oh, out which God. ones to get. But they were good. <laughs> they were very informative. So they were really awesome. I really appreciate those. Wow, thank you for those hits. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... We didn't really start with DC and Marvel, but they were definitely very early in our. They, yeah, they were uh, early. Those are back when we still did a full playthrough for as part of the review. And I also remember for DC was one where, oh, I remember feeling so bad because we're like, well, let's do a playthrough, and I got super strength. I think turn three or something, just to show how how you can go really unbalanced really fast. Yeah, you just snowballed to an insane victory level. Um, but yeah, those are, those, those expansion videos, at least the one I did, I can't speak to the one Will did, but it's, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a labor of love. There's a lot of, uh, you have to, you have to play a lot of stuff and learn what to do. So I'm glad that it helped you. I'm glad that there's proof that someone got use out of it. There's, there's proof in the pudding and the pudding is in the eating, right? So, so guys, how, how did you guys get involved kind of in the table? tabletop space like how what was your kind of introduction to tabletop gaming or how long have you been in the hobby well well uh when i first it's one of those things where like i play like magic the gathering technically just started but didn't think of it as like the hobby and stuff i think until uh jonathan you really started getting like i have this game called munchkin to play and stuff (laughs) you know much closer to college like before i like had on and off with magic but it always just felt like uh, it's like Monopoly or something where you just like you play. You don't think of it as like a whole genre. Like when you're like, oh, I play video games. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like that was the first time like playing Munchkin. I remember doing that in college more. But then our first game nights were just after we graduated. And that was the first time I'm like, oh, there's this whole weird world. <laughs> and then from there, we escalated way too fast because I feel like we had like <laughs> Betrayal, 
Munchkin, Ticket to Ride, and then all of a sudden, Battlestar and Arkham. Like, those were, like, really quickly. We just were ready to dive into the deep end. Yeah. The bug bit, we were ready to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so our, our origins, I guess, kind of intertwine in that way. <laughs> so yeah. if I'm, I'm, I'm to blame is what you're trying to say. Uh, but, yeah, Munchkin was a big one. I remember uh, Cutthroat Caverns was along mm. the same lines as another a good, like, kind of early casual game. Uh, and then Battlestar and then all that. And then we just started doing game nights like i i was like hey here's an idea i we should invite people to my house and make them play games with me because otherwise i can't justify spending all this money on these games <laughs> and uh we used to get a lot more people than we do now everyone left and moved away and doesn't love us anymore but <laughs> we still we still play there you go. i don't know that's there's there's probably some more details in there somewhere but yeah this, the these stars. are cliff notes yeah, yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> so so will you you're a are you a big magic player or is that just kind of how you kind of got into i got still into do uh play magic i still follow it my main way i play it though really is commander now because that way i don't feel bad if something right. rotates out sounds about right sounds, sounds about right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so so um how, how many commander decks do you have I have three built, but I've got three on standby that I'm tweaking about a little bit. They're always ones I've wanted to, and I just never got to the final, like, let's build them. Yeah, that also sounds uh, about right. Yeah. yeah that's how it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, now, Jonathan, are you, a, are you a magic player at all? No. No, not I at all. I tried. I've tried. <laughs> any, any card games? Jumpstart is the GCGs? closest I can get them to. Okay. Yeah, I mean... I don't, so I can remember my um in like middle school a bunch of my friends were into magic mm -hmm. and I remember back then like kind of try like playing a little bit with people I mean obviously magic is, is was very different uh, right. this was like 15 years ago or something <laughs> now uh, but uh, I, I never really latched on I did I, you know I used to play like the Pokemon card game back in the day because I was huge into Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that was the only CCG I ever really invested anything in. Uh, you know, we even and we dabble in LCGs. I, I I do Marvel Champions here and there, which I see on the shelf. I think <laughs> Squint, I think that's what that yep. is. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. uh, but yeah, my Will and I differ in that way, as it comes up often, is that he he is he likes to commit to a game <laughs> and he likes the long-term investment both yeah. mentally and monetarily <laughs> and i bounce off of things i'm or i'll go back and forth but yeah. it's very hard for me to like focus for that long i don't know failing on my part well i don't, I don't know like jim how would how would you classify yourself because jonathan that's a that's a good point oh. i you know if i had to pick i'd i'd probably verge more towards uh, Will's standpoint of likes to commit, you know, but also Jonathan, I also do kind of like to j bounce back and forth between games. I don't know, Jim, Jim, where, where for, are you at? For me, it's, it's really difficult because my games I tend to play are really based upon the people that I'm around. So yeah. like why I got into magic was because I had friends that were playing magic. I got into Yu-Gi-Oh because I had friends playing Yu-Gi-Oh. I kind of just mold into all these different things because that's what people around me are doing. Okay. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, when it comes to these yeah. games, I'm, yeah, I don't really, I mean, when I do go into it, like magic, oh, Dan, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty 
committed. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and like I've got I've gotten into competitions for it and gone pretty competitive in it. And it's like I just started it five years ago, yeah. probably I yeah. think. But like I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh since 2002 and mm-hmm. Pokemon from 90s and yeah. yeah. So I guess you could say I'm just committed to card games. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 yeah well, that's fair. Yeah. We're, we're. I feel like. Go ahead, Will. I, I was just gonna say, like every card game that, that you definitely need people to play. One of the reasons like I like Commander is because it can sit there when I take it out. It's not like oh that can't be playable anymore or something, yeah. Yeah. which just makes it a little bit easier. Uh, especially as Jonathan hinted at before, people have spread out a bit. That includes my my main Commander circle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, not as many games have come out for that. So so Will, are you gonna be, are you gonna bring your Commander decks to Gen Con? Uh, it wasn't initially. Now the, the, I know you guys are going there, right. and if you guys play it, yeah. I might, I might bring them. Right. <laughs> we'll have to. Uh, okay, so Jonathan, have you played Commander at all? <laughs> okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. I've got, I've got two decks right now. I know Jim's got a couple. We've got. Some I got, I got cons. several. We got. Yep. So we'll have to bring all our decks. We will have to sit down for at least for at least one game of Commander. <laughs> Well, oh, we can, we can try to make this happen. Yes. I mean, there is definitely. Yes, been, please. Uh, oh my god! Now, uh, what I, now that I feel like I need to do, I'm on a time limit here. I got a week, but I think I can do it. I now need to make a deck for Jonathan based all in the new D and D set, just so he's go. rolling dice there and everything. Go. I gotta go. do yeah, that. I go. did buy the red green deck guy, and I think that Ooh, I can work the with dragon? this. Yeah. Yep. The well, dragon. yeah, because um, one of my longest decks I've been wanting to do were it was a dragon deck, and I was bouncing between the five color Ur dragon and a mono color one. Cause I'm not crazy about five color. I know it means I can fit more things, yeah. but when I saw this one, I'm like, Oh, red green works fine. And then I get a whole bunch of mana and I can throw that into fire breathing and just start burning everything down. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to give it a shot. I, I always find it funny. Cause, um, you know, we sit down, it's like, Oh, magic. You, you don't, you're not a magic player. So you, you don't know about these, the way these cards work or whatever, <laughs> but magic is so, ubiquitous like every card game that exists basically yeah. just stole from magic so i so i feel like like when we, we played the jumpstart decks last year yeah. and it was like I, I didn't really need to be told the rules like yeah. i just look at the cards and you can just yeah. intuit like exactly. yeah this is right. how it works mm-hmm. well that was one of the big um one people people like magic because at least mo- until recently you could read a card and it should say what it does, assuming right, it isn't a blue right. card with a wall of text. It's not a keyword. <laughs> I thought all blue just said either draw a card or counter spell. Is <laughs> <laughs> that it? That's that's yeah. you guys uh, bring up a good point. That's why I like card games in general because mm-hmm. I <clears throat> the question's always like, well, what does this card do? Well, just read the card, and it's it says right on it what it does. And then if anyone ever asks questions, I usually go, well, just read the card. It says right there. It's pretty explicit <laughs> with what it does. I mean, yeah. that's also great with explaining board games, too. It's like, yeah. okay, unless this card says it or disability, but read it and do what it does. Yep. <laughs> you just yep. Yep. Yeah, those are always good. But then unless you get into the iconography... I don't uh, know. Yeah. Is that if there's if there's no text, then it's just like, what does the moon and the and the swirly line mean again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or again, I mean, keywords again. That's yeah. the mm-hmm. when you're getting into like legendary. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, ooh, I will say what I think is a big hurdle though for card games like these, and uh, I, at least I think it's one for Jonathan is, well, like, look, we said we'll bring you a deck. 
You know, if we go play Ticket to Ride, <laughs> right. we just open it, pop yeah. it open. Yeah. A lot of the other yeah, games, you have to do the work you got to do the prep work beforehand, and, I, and that's mm-hmm. definitely a much scarier hurdle mm-hmm. that I'm always worried about myself, which is why it's always like, even if you bring a deck, it's like, oh, but they might not know this card or something you take for granted, like a combo or like everyone knows what Counterspell does. And if they don't know that, they're going to feel like silly and embarrassed. They don't do that. And they're like, oh, well, well I just killed this game for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So actually one of my, it's probably one of my favorite things. Like I'm, I'm a big learner, right? So I enjoy learning new things. Um, and then like it, John, Will, if there's a situation like you were just uh, describing, what I kind of enjoy doing is I kind of enjoy kind of explaining the deck a little bit. Like if there's a if there's a particular interaction or a certain combo that somebody really doesn't know they've never seen it before, mm-hmm. I actually like explaining. Okay, well you see this card and then it interacts with this. I enjoy explaining you know things that people haven't seen before, especially in a game like Magic with people who've been playing for you know a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like for me, learning even in, especially in card games, I just I I find a joy in just learning new things, especially in card games, for sure. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and, the, and there are certain things that are harder for me to grasp, but I always love it. My brother's much better at Magic. Like, he has, I think, like, 12 Commander decks in running. Like, he's nuts. But, like... <laughs> that doesn't I'll, mean I'll they're be better. Like, <laughs> no, no, better. Well, well, yeah, I'm not saying they're better. I'm just saying he just goes crazy. One of them is literally just... He's actually angry about it because they actually made good pirates. It was all the old Ooh, bad pirates yeah. and some ninjas. Like, the whole joke... Oh. It's just a joke deck. Yeah. But... Anyways, I'll be like, why is everyone complaining about this card? He's like, oh, well, combined with this card, it goes on the stack and then yeah. doubles this. And then this infinite, I'm like, whoa, what? Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah. my brain does not go there. <laughs> but he instantly sees how, yeah. like, oh, yeah, this card's way broken. Everyone has, like, their cards, whether it's an archetype or colors, you know? And it's like, oh, whenever new colors come out or new cards for your colors come out, and you're like, oh, man, I could be using that with this card and this card. And it's like... Other people don't really see it because, well, they're not thinking about your colors like yeah, 100% right. of the day. Yeah, right. And it's just like new cards come out and you've been thinking, oh, man, this is really good with yeah. this could overtake Goblin Guide in modern and things yeah. along those lines. So, yeah, like with with the new set, the new Innistrad set coming out, there's there's one card that's a, it's a it's a copy effect for mm-hmm. green and blue. And I'm like, I know exactly what deck I can put that card in. <laughs> Copy so, effect yeah. three and a blue, huh? Yep. That sounds like a coma card to yep, me. Yep, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, all right. So we'll get off the magic train for yeah. a little bit because yeah. we're so sorry, Jonathan. I, yeah. I needed a little. This was bit. a trap. I was. It's a trap. It's a trap. Okay. All kinds of places. Yeah. yeah. So, so guys, how long have you guys known each other? Since uh, high school, we, mm-hmm. we we went to the same high school together. So whatever, uh, two thousand four. That sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the year. I think that's the year that we met, and then uh, and then we split off uh, different colleges, but but we came back together to form <laughs> the dynamic duo dream team that we are now. <laughs> so uh, so were you guys. Were you guys into tabletop before before you guys met, or is that like kind of what brought you together, or kind of how that it worked? Was, it really developed I, mm-hmm. tangentially. I think I think after, like you said, well, like not really until we were in college did I really start to take an interest of it, and then we came back together and I threw it at you. Uh, I don't. Yeah, even think, I mean, like in high school, I don't remember you talking about magic that much, or was that? I think no magic. I think that was the one I was off. It was like 
I was on during like grade school, went off for a little bit, was back seventh grade. I think I went off again because I didn't know anyone. Yeah, it's right. we, I had this cyclical yeah. loop with magic. Well, it's like we were saying when you have the but, people around who yeah. will play right. with you. Right, and it's also just like it did also prime me already for tabletops. That's why I like it's not that you started me there. I was just like I was ready to go, and you just you just opened the door to a different kind, <laughs> yeah, one that doesn't I, cost nearly as much. <laughs> right, which I think like you know a lot of people around that same time. We, we, it's like, you know, we weren't quite at the right when Catan was becoming a huge thing, but it was kind of that wave of, oh, board games are a thing now. Like, get in on the ground floor. It was actually we really like weird. <laughs> I remember yeah. my freshman year and my friend's girlfriend was like, yeah, we just played a game called Catan. And we're like, what's that? It's like, it's it's about farming and stuff. And I remember being like, well, how'd you play something about farming? Ask me now about like, yeah, I got a new board game about like watching grass go. And I'll be like, I'm in, let's do this. How That's weird. How could you play a board game not about farming? I don't even know what that <laughs> would entail. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, what about you guys? How What was your uh, tabletop history? Well, so we kind of met over magic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I, it was about five years ago, about five yeah. years ago is when I kind of got into playing magic. Yeah. Um, I guess it's been, I've been playing magic a lot longer than five years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but still that I'm was old, how, Dan. Yeah. I'm, I'm older than you, man. <laughs> don't, don't say you're old. Okay. Cause then you just make me feel like a lot older. <laughs> so, um, actually my wife's had some family in town who was kind of living around in the area for the time. And um, he's all, he is also into board games. So one day we're just trying to find something to play. And, you know, I was into, been into card games. At the moment, at the time, I was mostly playing digital card games like Hearthstone and Elder Scrolls Legends. <clears throat> and then I, you know, for, I don't know how I got in, onto it, but I was like, you know what, let's, let's, let's check out Magic. So we went to our local game store at the time, which is where he was working. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was working at that time, though. I was just going there yeah. nearly every single yeah. day. Right. So So but that that store was how that store was kind of how we met. Yeah. So um I started going there a little bit regularly, built my first deck, um, and then started going regularly. And then I think it was mostly when I started playing Commander was when um probably was when around the time yeah, I think that it we was. started we started a meeting and hanging mm-hmm. out. So yeah, that was how we met. And that's honestly probably around the same time that I kind of just got into board game in general. I wasn't really into tabletop. Uh, before then, but uh, ever since then, it's just been like kind of nonstop, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I feel like yeah, ma- magic seems like because you're going to a place mm-hmm. by its nature, you got to like go somewhere to play. Very social. Yeah. Probably a lot of people meet that way. Yeah, uh, and we didn't we didn't even mention it, but I think the same thing with uh, like D and D or other role playing games. Although we didn't get into those until later. Yeah, uh, that's I feel like that's probably a big one for people. Yeah. Yeah, Jim's Jim's been in a lot longer than I have, though, right, Jim? For for D and D or just, just board games in general? general? Oh yeah, ever since I was little. Yeah. Like the first game I ever played was um, Pretty Pretty Princess, <laughs> and I was probably around three. I think I was around three years old playing that game. He loved that game. Too. And I was I was a monster at it, <laughs> and uh, and uh, then playing Monopoly and other card games like Uno, Phase Ten. You know, throw out a bunch of random sure. ones, and uh, yeah, I've just been in it for quite some time. 
and now it's like it's all we want to do. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's been my whole life. Yeah. Why stop yeah. now? <laughs> yep. So that's it's 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 all about why we we started our YouTube channel, why yeah. we've got this podcast, why pretty much we're it's basically informing kind of everything that we're doing moving forward. So it's 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 been it's been a blast. So yeah. now now yeah. why did you guys end up starting your channel? What what's the story there? Well, well. I, I can't remember. We just said like we were interested in bargains. We're like, hey, what if we actually ran a store online, but also like the friendly game store where you can get advice on what to play and it's not just your faceless entity. So that's where we came up with like, oh, and because Jonathan actually had dabbled with videos and stuff before. I was, I'm, com- I'm still completely clueless on how this <laughs> stuff works. But, and you're like, yeah, okay. So we actually had a digital store selling board games in addition to the channel beforehand. Uh, and that eats up quite a bit of time when you have to pack up a whole bunch of boxes. <laughs> you can actually see uh, uh, the change in release dates and quality as soon as we close the store down because we're just, <laughs> we realize like we can't compete with Amazon anymore, and like we weren't doing giving the channel the love it deserved. Yeah. So that yeah, that was our initial yeah. It was a combo uh, content creation and uh, online storefront, and then a few years ago we transitioned to just doing the, the part that we really like the most which is just the talking about games like you guys are saying <laughs> and uh yeah i think there's something about board games that uh, people who play them just want to talk about them yeah. <laughs> and uh that's tr- true of some other mediums maybe but it just seems like you whether you have a podcast or youtube or you're on twitter or, or somewhere uh, there's something infectious about it. Maybe it's because it requires other players a lot of the time. <laughs> you really want to, like, spread the gospel. It's like a religion almost. <laughs> I think yeah. that infected us, too. Yeah, yeah. So um, so be- before I forget, I want to make sure we- I get this question out there. Um, so this Man, question, question. Yeah, this question we like to ask everybody who comes on. But if you could have right. – if you, if you had to play one game, one game for the rest of your life at this moment – um, what game would that be and why? Uh, Jonathan, let's start with you, sir. Oh, man, it's so hard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because, you know, like I could think to, oh, what are my quote-unquote favorite games? I often say, uh, like, Battlestar Galactica, the board game, is I usually say is my favorite board game. Mm-hmm. But I also often, I, I will compare that to, you know, it, it's like a very difficult movie to watch. It's it's like saying my favorite movie is Schindler's List. Yeah. Uh, that is a good it's one, a, It's an artistic, <laughs> monumental yeah. work, right. but I don't want to watch that every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be in a bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it's got to be something, I mean, it might be as simple as just le- legendary, Marvel legendary. I mean, there's so much variation in it. Yeah. And you do have so much. You can you can have some co-op. It's got some competitive. I do love Marvel, and it's a game that we've played a lot and can't get tired of. And I bet Will's mad because I took his answer now. Maybe. No, I no. <laughs> um, I actually uh, listened to the previous podcast, so I knew this question was coming. The problem is the answer to the last one. Well, that's because the last one is what I'd say, but I feel it's cheating, and that's the Arkham Horror card game. But I feel that's cheating because it keeps releasing stuff. <laughs> so I'm keep getting more new stuff. Well, what if we say it's, like it gets cut off? You're on an island. You have to take your collection with you, and uh, you don't get. Well, it. I, I, I would not be bringing now. a game if I was trapped <laughs> on an island. I'll be like, I'm bringing other stuff. I actually I framed the question a couple of weeks ago to somebody about being on an island. I'm like, 
okay, well, that doesn't even make any sense. So let's just say. <laughs> yeah. Which game's pieces are the most useful to build a boat? That's what Gloomhaven. I think I can fit in that box. Which one are the most flammable to, like, make a fire and yeah. stuff? Like, really big fire. Maybe there's a plane coming around. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, even now, I think with all everything that's offered, Arkham Horror would still just blast most things out of the water. I think if I'm ignoring that, I would have to go with. I think I might go with um, uh, Dinosaur Island, Possible okay. World. But okay. It's wow. got a lot of stuff in there. I think it's be I could do solo and the competitive and stuff. And when someone comes over, I'm like, I have a game. But um, I haven't played I that it, one yet. But I'm excited <laughs> to. Um, I pl- I plan on picking it up uh, probably next week. I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> if, if I'm able to. So, I've heard a lot of good things about that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've been. It's. I've enjoyed Island a lot, and we'll see. World has more stuff, so fingers crossed. Yeah, but Legendary World, is yeah. is an easy pick, yeah. especially if you yeah. have the encounters with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Now that's cheating. Uh, if you include yeah. all, the, <laughs> yeah. all the spinoffs. Everything under the mar the legendary umbrella. Let's just say. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so here's here's a question for you guys. So Jim and Jim and I have had this conversation quite a bit. Um, I mean, we, if we're honest, we we would tell you we're card game players. Like we love card games, and that's that's definitely where our hearts lie. Is like strategic card games. That's our forte. And that's that's really kind of where our niche really lies is these is strategic card games. That's just it's what we love. Now we still love board games too. Don't get me wrong. Then there's a ton of great board games. I mean, like you said, Dinosaur Island. I'm I'm stoked to honestly to play that game because it looks awesome. Um, but would, would would you? How would you guys consider yourselves? Do you guys? mostly like to play card games would you consider yourself more card game players or kind of how would you describe yourself in in the tabletop uh sense i guess i definitely am more card game player than jonathan but because i once again going back to people around here it's just i know board games are so much easier mm-hmm. but because i still have a lot of different card games i get into them really easily yeah um, so they, it's, I think it's in my DNA, but board games are just something that I found very easy to, more likely to get to the table, yeah. at least around us. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm sure. definitely, uh, <laughs> the other end of that. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, 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 the tabletop experience, if it's in a box and maybe there's another box a year later, but other than that, <laughs> there's just one box, uh, that that's what I like. But I also, I mean, I think in general for both of our tabletop tastes, um, maybe I think even more so for, for me, probably than you will, like the word omnivore, uh, come, comes up in some circles of that, like any, uh, any genre of game, if there, there's something interesting about it, something different about it, I'm willing to put it on the table and give it a try. There's nothing, mm-hmm. I mean, a CCG, like I'm probably not going to get into it. But if somebody's like, hey, we set it up on the table, you know, I'll sit down and play it. I'm pretty open to any kinds of uh, experiences. I, I, I like to think. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I, know, I think you know. that is definitely the case with you. I think you're willing usually, but we all, there's a, it's less like what we are. It's more like we know the few things we don't like. Like you're yeah. not as big on CCGs. You're probably going to need someone to bring it to you. 
than you like maybe finding on your own. I'm not as big yeah. as the social deduction games. I need things to like, I need to know who's oh, man, my friend and who's those. my enemy. <laughs> those are also yeah. some of my favorites. Social so, deduction. So you don't like Sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> oh God. I am so yeah, bad at Sheriff. Really, oh, that one's Spyfall, Werewolf, Coup. One, one, oh. of the first, one of the first social deduction games that I actually played was Secret Hitler. We we're, we usually have a lot of family over and like a lot of groups and so we're we're wanting to get into more games and I'm like okay I gotta find out like what kind of games can be played with um, with like ten plus people or you know a, a lot of people so I came across Secret Hitler and I'm I'm reading it and I'm like huh this this is interesting and the first time we played it. Um, I don't know. I think I think we got into a bunch of fights because we're <laughs> we're always yeah, lying right. to each other, you know. <laughs> but it was yeah. a blast. It was a lot of fun. If if I will say, if you ever get more than ten people again, check out Two Rooms in a Boom. Oh, I was about to Deduction, say that. One. That's Two Rooms like in a Boom. Our, like that's our when we we have like once a year in the summer we all get like we get everyone together for a big thing and that's when we can break that out and it's always been such a blast each time just because everyone yelling at each other and Mimo just sort of like staring i think uh we just tried out a bunch of new roles what was what were the two roles like if the president sees it or if the bomber sees it they automatically lose yeah so the whole the whole game if people haven't played it it's you have a card with your secret identity on it and you're allowed to show it to someone if you want uh, at, at any time, it's like very free form. But then they may add cards that make things more complicated. So it's like if you need, to, if you want to win, you have to find this person. But if you see the wrong person, maybe you lose or something like that. So there's all kinds of, uh, <laughs> there's a ton of variations. You'll usually see that at cons where so they'll have groups of like 30 people doing the game of that and it's yeah they're which i have never done but but they're right. wild and that those roles were on two opposite teams pretty much can usually you have to wait till the full rounds they can end it early and one game jonathan and me were like all right we'll finally show each other and we just show each other and we're just the the opposite sides and so we're just like oh yeah we well were, we were both trying <laughs> to the best man the win <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, there's some fun moments there, but yeah, I love. I love. I mean, I'm a huge social deduction person. That's my. That's 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 where we where I started in the hobby. Really, I mean, even um, like even again, Cutthroat Caverns isn't. You're not hit and roll, but it's about like alliances and betrayals, and then Battlestar, and then Resistance was one of our big early games. Ooh, yeah, and I yeah, one. I've never I've never gotten tired of it. <laughs> I like it. I like lying. I'm, I'm a sociopath. <laughs> Yeah, it is, to, it is uh, pretty great. You're hard. <laughs> so, so, um, so for both of you, kind of, what what's one game that you love that uh, maybe the other one doesn't like? Well, what's a game that you love out that's not Magic? That... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I won't say the Resistance either or any of those because that's the same way. Uh, that Jonathan doesn't love. Um, our, our tastes usually align pretty closely for most things. It's but, usually a CCG yeah. would have been my easy answer. <laughs> yeah. But then I guess this is probably an easy one, mostly just because it's so long, complicated and stuff. And since you're not a CCG player, it probably doesn't uh, spark you as much as Millennium Blades. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talked about that like last week yes. or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 yeah I have that like. It all sleeved in this giant box. As like, I, I think it rivals game, Gloomhaven. Dan. I know. Um, but like, 
I just imagine I I need to have it hit the table with people who get like who are like, oh, I know trading, I know this. <laughs> you know, for Jonathan, he's gonna lose on half the fun of it because like he's like he's never waited around with binders being like, no, 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 no. You gotta give me a better deal. <laughs> Uh, to be fair to me, I mean, I, I, I've, I think I played that once, maybe twice. You did, but ago. that's what I was trying to think. I don't think you hated yeah. it, but like, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to remember. I, I mean, I do, and I love level ninety nine, so I, I, I think like I respect it as a game, but yeah, maybe I missed out on some of the, uh, the subtleties. Of, yeah. 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 Um, of doing yeah, I, I CCGs think... in real life, which yeah. is what that game is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a great concept. Oh, yeah. uh, Sometimes a game can be too big. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying that's one of them, but sometimes it might be one of them. Oh, God, John, you haven't even seen now how big the, like, the normal stack is oh, with God. sleeves. I, it, it cannot stand on its own. It has to be like in a tower or something. Yes. It's just like it, it, it makes those 200-card decks look silly. Like It is just hilarious. You need like a shoehorn or something like a cardboard to hold it in. Now this is, it, this is the base box. This is no, I have everything. Okay. So this is like all the expansions, all the little packs, the April fool's thing. It's oh, all dude. together. <laughs> sleeved. I assume. Of, yes. Of all course. sleeved. Inner sleeve. Yeah. Double no, sleeved. Was, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not that crazy. I'm not that insane. Hey now. Um, hey now. This, this, hey now. now. I, I double sleeve uh, all my commander decks. Well, that's different. You could take one card out of there and probably buy a house. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Games that I like that Will doesn't like. Yes. <laughs> I think, so maybe this goes along the same lines, but it's an easy one I can go to, is that... Uh, Another thing that I like a lot that Will's not a huge fan of is trading or negotiation games, Ooh. which is like Sheriff of Nottingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but we, we recently played uh, Sidereal Confluence, <laughs> which went over differently with some members of our group than others. I, or even a smaller yeah. one, Chinatown, is another. That one's a better, yeah. The, uh, the Sidereal, I think that one was an imperfect environment settings and stuff and... Right, but I think you know enough about yourself to Yes, know. I do. Well, I think that's still... <laughs> it's funny, especially with going to Sheriff Nottingham, it's also social interactions without clear definitions. Right. And I Sheriff Nottingham is both. Time. You're lying yeah. <laughs> and, like, not equal. Yeah, a lot of... I think that is a lot of the... There's different permutations of it. That's not the right word that I use. There's different versions of it. I tried to be fancy and it didn't make sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think a lot of times that's what it comes down to. Is Yeah, I like the... I, I guess it comes down to this. I'm be- worse at games than you are. I'm worse at strategy. So I like games where I can get around that by like reading people or lying to people or yeah. making something up yeah. and you're not as you you are you want to lock into the i see this well, number in that card yes and I, it- I like doing my i've got a combo thing going when i lie people know i'm lying <laughs> <laughs> there there is a, and i am That's bad true. at like haggling so i can't i'll be like whatever this trade's good Meanwhile, you know, I gave someone enough to trigger whatever he needs to do or something. <laughs> different different roles, different strokes there, yeah. D- and d- different parts of the brain, too, for sure. 
That's true. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's one of the biggest parts of games as well. Is just like not knowing everything that you need to do, but also knowing how your opponent works. Mm-hmm. You know, in high high skill poker, like people are always trying to get a read on their opponent. It's just like, all right, well, I know what you did a few turns ago, in this exact situation. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But I can yeah. get my hand usually a little bit more around that, for example, like, oh, I know because you gathered 10 weed or something that you're going to do play this kind of card or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, playing in magic, like, oh, you've left that many islands untapped. You got a cyclonic rift probably waiting in hand <laughs> or something. You know, like that kind of reading I can do. But if it's more of like, uh, is this the actual cost of the thing? What's it worth um, to you? Tr- yes. <laughs> yeah. If if there's no data, if there's no data that you're pulling from, it's literally all just yeah. mannerisms. And okay, I see you, you this on your face. It's it's a completely <laughs> different thing. Yeah. Or if you know yeah. the person isn't comfortable with being lied to or trying to lie to someone and you're just like, I have no problem yeah. doing this. <laughs> and then you get to outplay them even further yeah. beyond than just the game. <laughs> well, the one thing I do do, and Jonathan has pointed this out a lot, is because I know that I just don't, if I'm trying to do something, I will shut up. I will be quiet. And then Jonathan will point out like, Will has not talked for the last five minutes. He's about to combo or do something. And we don't recognize it. We can stop it when we don't know how. Yeah, if Will is silent, I know there's something he desperately wants me to not see. That he's like, please don't take that card or whatever it is. He's given it away by not giving it away. He has his arms folded, cards like right here tucked in. Well, Whereas I will say, my, yeah. yeah. No, no, I was going to say also... I try also some games, especially if there's no interaction in the middle, like we're not counting where yeah. I can do weird things. Yeah. I try to like, okay, I'm just going to try to look away. <laughs> mm. I know like, especially the more players you it's have too overwhelming. <laughs> I don't want to try to plan ahead. If like, like let's say, say DC deck building, I'm like, Oh, there's a card I want to buy. Oh, it's, it doesn't matter until it's my turn. No. <laughs> if the thing I want's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I play, I feel like I'm the, I'm the opposite where I'll be the dummy going, just like narrating my strategy out loud as I as I play and letting everyone know what I'm doing. Uh, just like, yeah, oh, th- you know, I could do this or this. That's interesting, uh, but that's then that's why I don't win. That's a really <laughs> that's, good. Well, that's no, one no, one of the reasons. You like, I mean, I I bring this up all the time. Jonathan is seems to be like slow in taking in strategies, but for legendary, like because we've played so many games of that, mm-hmm. I rarely beat you anymore. Like I'm very good at picking up a really cheap strategy early on, but my, I run out of gas fast. Yeah. I'm like I, I rely on that. I'm a one trick yeah. pony. Yeah. You're much better, I think, because it comes to social adjusting. So if you really, if you played enough and learned the rules, Jonathan, you're like, okay, I know how to deal if Will throws this card at me or this, and that's the problem. Is you're an omnivore. So you just jump from game to game to game. So it works in my favor. So I can be like, I'm great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I never, I never, uh, we, we play a game, you know, a few times. We're very bad about that. Cause we just have so many and everybody's got their own. They're bringing them all over the place. I don't know if, for you guys, if, if you, uh, if it's, do you, do you get to actually stick to certain games other than something like magic that you get to play and really learn in depth or do you jump around a lot? 
Hmm. Well, normally would... for me, uh, I'm the one bringing the games. So, and I don't have the largest collection. So I'm always like, guys, these games are great. And then we tend to just always play those games with people. So Dungeon Mayhem being one of them. Yeah, which is up there somewhere. There. Yeah, Dun- Dungeon Mayhem's fun. Um, and I, I'd say I'm probably the same way. And like, at least what we're doing for the channel is like, we have a lot of games that we want to play. Like we've done, and we're still doing like all the villainous games, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Disney and Marvel. Um, we've done Arkham Horror. I mean, there's Marvel Champions. There's all of these living card games. It's like, I want to do all of them. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I want to try and do it in a way that, you know, make A, makes sense, B, kind of builds on one another, and, and is not uh, just, just jumping around. Mm-hmm. So I like to try and stay kind of doing the same one. Like, what the, a lot of the videos we've done so far, we've done quite a bit of Disney Villainous. We've done a few, we've, we've done a few DC Deck Builder. Um, we've also done a Lord of the Rings, the card game. <clears throat> um, and we've also soon we're going to be doing Marvel champions, but, um, I mean, it's a little bit of both to be honest. It's, yeah. it's, it's balancing the, okay, which game do we really want to play, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and maybe that yeah. we haven't played. So I don't know. It, it's a, it's a, sometimes it's a hard balancing act. Yeah. I so. mean, with all the different board games, the card games I play on top of video games as well, it's there's there's so much stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so much. Yeah. There's too much stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is it's such like first world problems. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say first world problems. 100%, yeah. And but I'm like nostalgic for the early days when I only had like six games <laughs> because. <laughs> Uh, you know, I feel like some of those early games, like we really got to know them because we yeah. played them like every week sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like the Resistance was a game that it would almost be a given. We would just break it out like at the beginning or end of every game night. And I loved that. And now it, we just, there's games we want to play and games we have to play. And yeah. it can be, it's great, but sometimes it's like, ah, I do kind of, it was simpler back then. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and now like, well, you'll try to prep. You're like, okay, this is the time I'm going to bring this game because I almost certain will only have four players. And that's oh, when yeah. like everyone's oh. like, oh, you know what? We're coming too. And we're, uh, I'm not going to say no, but I'm like, all right, we're not doing that one anymore. I, I did not prep a six player game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, actually, I had I had people over. I had some friends from church over not that long ago, and I, I knew we were going to have six people. So I'm like, okay, what games can we play with six? I'm like, can't play that, can't play that, can't play that. Okay, here are the games that we can play with DC six DC Deck Builder, six people. It, the box says two to five, and I knew there are people in that group that would not want to play it. So I'm like, I want to put this box out there, but uh, I'm not going yeah. to for now. Yeah, I think you need... Um... Uh, what was it? An expansion or something? Yeah, the one where you're on teams together, I think, can fit six. Confrontations? Yes, thank you. I was like, it started with a C. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think it fits that many. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no. Go ahead, Will. Sorry. No, I, I was just saying, <laughs> to go. <laughs> so, We're doing so, great. Yeah. So, go- going off of that, um, if you guys had to pick, um, I think I know the answers, but I would just want to know why. Um, if you had to go DC Deck Builder or Legendary, which one would Marvel Legendary? I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be specific. Marvel Legendary. Which one would you pick and why? <clears throat> I think we have the same answer for this because yeah. we've had, we've made lit multiple lists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, for me, it's definitely Legendary. Mm-hmm. I think for Will, it's a lot closer between the two. But I think ultimately you lean more towards the legendary side too. I, I guess I'll also say I, I, I personally just like the legendary 
I mean, I like Marvel more, so mm-hmm. that helps. Yeah. But um, just as something as on the very base, simple level of the fact that Marvel has the two currencies, basically your attack and your yeah. recruit mm-hmm. points. Yeah. I, to me, it's so much. It's much more interesting. I like yeah. that extra layer yeah. compared to DC, For which sure. of course DC. I'm sure you know. There's a million expansions, so I'm sure there's stuff that <laughs> might kind of simulate that. But that's my take. I yeah. I just. The big thing is, like, I think about all the properties I loved, and if I was like, which one would I rather have them adjusted, like, brought into? And I feel like Legendary does that better. It would, like, give the character a bit more justice than simply being like, it's a big power card or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like DC because it's definitely much easier to bring the t- to introduce to someone yeah. for deck building. But, I mean, Legendary is still pretty easy. It was one of our earliest ones. And... Both, I mean, both have their positive and negatives to bring up, but like, I, I just have to go back to that. And even like, I, I would say like, if you even just brought in like Alien Encounters, I love Alien Encounters. I think that's such a good job. And still, both video and board was it's, is one of my favorite uh, Alien adaptations. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job there. And just goes to show you, when they do the the effort into it, you know, I feel like some of them not so much for uh, both of them. Both the Cerberus engine, I think, is DCs, and yeah. I forget what Legendaries is called. They have, I, think I think it's Chimera, it's, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's really like similar. just disturbingly similar. <laughs> but like, I th- the idea is if you can really make it so you feel like you're playing as said character or something is what's much more important. Which is funny because a lot of people I feel like will would cr- criticize Legendary for not doing that that well, <laughs> but I do think it does uh, well, it better than DC. <laughs> it, well, I think the DC actually did really good with um, Street Fighter hmm. was a really great one because you had your secret alternate move on the other side too so you can unlock that to play this big combo move you wait until you can get that out i've yet so to that play was that actually, one but i'm interested i'm very interested in I, it's it. much more aggressive there's a lot more attacking each other but there's a lot more i think that one had blocks where before the two-player game mm-hmm. and like the super move was a counter block so you can send it back at them and stuff so is there a lot more like back and forth back and forth kind of thing <laughs> which made it a, a pretty fun i might really but overall like i think right yeah. <laughs> legendary i think also it, does, it did a with the symbols does a good job with one thing we even talked about what was the deck building um um the the dungeon dragons one jonathan we just looked at oh uh, tyrants of the underdark tyrants of the underdark um where they have you choose which groups are in there sort of like legendary but you only choose two and only one of them had the if you play this symbol beforehand do something we were talking about how like oh yeah the no, synergy that's, in your decks was not as uh, impactful which is like that's, that's something like we feel like most deck you want you want to feel like I did this now I do this now I do this because I played this and now I did this, and legendary <laughs> does that with its symbols yeah. which change depending on which system you're using like sometimes Hero it's courage symbols, sometimes yeah. it's, so yeah like I just feel like it, it's a bit tighter of a system, mm-hmm. yeah, so. There's so, so last the last thing I kind of want to touch on here a little bit is Jonathan. You you mentioned a, a little a little bit ago about uh, you know getting everyone around the table and you feel like uh, board games like have that ability just more inherently I guess than than these more so CCGs, um, and like I, I I totally agree and like one thing that one thing that we're like kind of building here with, with hobbies and happiness, one of the things that we say is we're like communities are built around the table. Right. And that's like, we really do believe that. <clears throat> and that's one thing we love about tabletop 
is mm. getting your friends, getting your family, getting people around the table together and just experiencing whatever it is you're experiencing, whether that be a role-playing game, whether that be a board game, whether it be a card game, and then just enjoying this experience with the people around you. Nothing, I don't think there's really anything that can top that or really comes close to that experience, right? So with with this, you know, past like year and a half that's kind of thrown things basically just really up in the air for a lot of different people. How has that kind of impacted you guys and kind of like, what have you seen come out of that? Cause honestly, while it's been, you know, pretty, it's been, it's been difficult for a lot of people, but even I I'm hoping, and I feel, I'm feeling like we're starting to come out of it a little bit and I'm trying to find the positives that are coming out of it. And I feel like there's actually been quite a bit of positive things in the tabletop gaming space that that we're seeing fruition like that we're seeing come out of that um what what's your guys experience has been like with with the pandemic so far it's i mean it it at first it really there was like a whole upheaval of our channel because we had to figure out for a period of months well how do we film things if we don't want to be in the same room as each other (laughs) uh so we, I mean, we learned to play a lot of games over a camera, mm-hmm. uh, which for was better not or for worse, mostly for worse. <laughs> <laughs> not always easy. You, hey, and but, but you learn something new going through that, right? That's true. And yeah. uh, same, go, you know, game goes for stuff like Tabletop Simulator and uh, Tabletopia, which I think that. Um, for from what I've heard anecdotally, for publishers and designers, those have been pretty helpful in allowing them to play test things uh, more easily with people in different places. So that's, yeah. that's, a, that's kind of a, if we're looking for positive uh, benefits, that's definitely one of them. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Will any, well, I think I don't, I guess according to sales, more people discovered board games. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think true. we also mm-hmm. heard a lot more like target exclusives of games that aren't just, well, at least what most people expect, you know, five years ago, if I mentioned board games and probably still now, but like people are like, oh, you mean Monopoly and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> yes, but no. And but sorry. now, like, I mean, you hear about like Parks Trails just got an yeah. exclusive thing, you know, yeah. the Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion, which I don't mm-hmm. think we ever would have assumed that it was sold in a big box retail mm-hmm. game like that. Seeing and, that on Target, seeing mm-hmm. that in a Target is like, wow. Oh. And I mean, the same thing happened, I think, with card games, too. Unfortunately, people also realize the collectability of it, and that yeah. hurts us more than anything. Yeah. And I just feel we noticed more like because of that and people getting like wanting to play and sit down at the table more, unlike many multiplayer video games, which I think also got a bit of a boost, but mm-hmm. you can't do anything about the people you're sitting at the sitting in a game with, you know, if someone rage quits, they rage quit. (laughs) You need to be a little bit nicer. Usually. I mean, there's still tear. We all have nightmare stories. If you're playing at maybe random people at conventions and stuff, but it's, it's, you know, it's like, this isn't online. It's hard to say something really mean to someone's face. Yeah. And I'm not it talking is. in the sense of like. Not for me, it's not. I'm like, we're not, it's we're really not counting. Not we're not hard. counting. Get, <laughs> we're not counting getting into a raptor and asking if you can shoot the Battlestar ship. Viper. I've, I've Viper, played sorry. enough Call of no, Duty back in the day. I am not going to have a problem. Right, <laughs> <laughs> for this. But yes, I, I yes, certainly, uh, yes. If you're at a table looking each other in the eyes, 
You've got to be nicer to each other. And we, we've just started only a couple months ago, really starting to do that again. Yeah. And it's certainly, I, I like for, a, there was a period when the pandemic first started where I felt like it, there was a novelty to it of like, you know, it's kind of fun to like, I don't have to go anywhere. I'm playing mm-hmm. a game. I, it, we, I just point and like, oh, could you move that card for me? This is kind of cool. <laughs> We're playing with people in different parts of the area. Mm-hmm. Now I, I never want to go back to it. There's just no. no I'm so sick of I'm, playing a game online. <laughs> we're still not. I think we're like getting used to it. Still bumpy. But like, I don't even remember when we got back to playing together. I realized like, because during the year of lockup. At best, Jonathan, and maybe if we can get someone else that we really trust, we get together, like, we're playing this game because it's for work. It's the (laughs) only reason we're looking at this thing right now. And when we got the game, I realized, like, I missed it when we used to be like, yeah, we'd play something that we want to either talk about on the show or we need for a Kickstarter preview or something. But then we choose some other games because we want to play Legendary or something. It's much (laughs) more like – and there would be like, oh, you know what? Let's also go out and try that new restaurant. Like, there was so Mm -hmm. much – less pressure more of a social aspect to it mm-hmm. and it became so obvious once i came back to it i'm like oh my god this was gone where did where did this go <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it was it, tough yeah tough year so <laughs> all right so so ra- wrapping up here a little bit um so guys where um where can people find you online if they if they want to follow your uh, whereabouts where can they find you on the internet shall i, can I by all it? means i'll do it okay all right uh well, you can find us. We're called Roll for Crit and at rollforcrit.com. You'll find links to our YouTube channel, our podcast that comes out every week. Uh, we've also got Twitch streams. That's twitch.tv slash rollforcritlive. Really, you could just go to rollforcrit.com. All the stuff is, is there and linked. And uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Everything is at rollforcrit pretty much. And uh, we will be at Gen Con maybe when this goes live. I don't know. As as, as I think you, I've heard the day before you guys are going to be. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. It's our 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 first Gen Con. We are looking forward to it. Uh, this episode will go live uh, the Wednesday before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right Perfect. before right before the show starts. So awesome. Um, and we look forward to seeing you guys there. <laughs> yeah, we, it's we, gonna be weird. I, I am so yeah. happy you helped me convince him in the commander. <laughs> oh, maybe not into, but at least one game. Yeah. And yes. perfect. Well, yes. this, and this podcast is going to go we'll out see. now. Everyone's going to want an update afterwards. I may, I may ask for some edits uh, before this goes up. I'm just, I'm just going to play my mono blue list, counter everything he does, target him out. He's going to have no fun. <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, do a CDH turn one winning day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I ask is to have no fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. so you want Thassa's Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Gesundheit. Yeah. Uh, not wrong. Gesundheit, I love it. All right, guys, thanks again. That was that was a lot of fun. And uh, honestly, we got to have you guys back for another episode sometime. And uh, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for being here. And uh, we'll catch you all in the next one. All right, thanks, everybody. All right, so thanks again, John, and well, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Dude, that was. <laughs> I, I, I feel like every week that we're sitting down with these people, we're just having more and more fun. <laughs> it's like during during these conversations, I'm like, dude, I can't. I feel like I could not have more fun than I just. Did. I think it's because we got to talk more about magic this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. Um, 
Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and you know what? We're uh, I can't wait for Gen Con, uh, which if you're listening to this is happening starting tomorrow. Yes. So hopefully we get to see John and Will there and sit down for a game of Commander. So and other people who is ever watching this, if yes. you guys go yeah, to if Gen Con, if you're a Gen Con, find <laughs> us, hit us up. Um, we, it won't we, be difficult to find me. Nope, <laughs> or me either. To be or, quite honest with you, just look. For it'll the be red easy hair. to find us. Yeah. <laughs> which. Jim, how can people find you on the internet? Oh, right, right. Uh, <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jim Morgan HNH. You can find me on Twitter at underscore DJ Campbell and Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell. And then you can find Hobbies and Happiness pretty much on every social platform. Normally, it's, it's hobbies.n.happiness. Um, but if you go to our website, Everything is linked there, so you can find us there. Um, again, Jim, thanks. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. And uh, stay tuned next week. What we're going to do is we're going to have a, basically like a wrap-up of Gen Con, and yes. we're going to get back from Gen Con and kind of just ha- just sit down. And honestly, it's just going to be me and Jim for the first time in a while, mm-hmm. and we're just going to talk and hang out and uh, just talk about all the fun that we had at Gen Con. So I cannot wait for that. <laughs> so stay tuned. All right. Thanks again, everybody, for being here, and we will see you next week. 